Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiation Bible style. Yes, we are having a Christmas celebration today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And since Christmas is all about life and having it abundantly, how long will your car live? (laughs) Yes, according to the IHS study done just last month, the average American car age has jumped to 11.6 years, once again surprising the so-called experts. Why do you think? With new car sales hitting all kind of record levels, why are cars getting older? It's an interesting dilemma, don't you think? And the question I would love for you to answer today for me and call in and share is, how old is your car? And how long do you plan on keeping it is the question. I would love for you to call in and share that by calling us at 866-348-7884. Any question, comment you may have for us this morning, 866 348 7884 for the digitally gifted 86634 truth and as we said we're celebrating christmas in fact we're celebrating the birth of a king in king you know today we're live from goings christian supply in king north carolina and on hand we have really kind of the voice of the truth radio network tom booth with us how exciting to have tom oh it's exciting to be here robbie I heard that little St. Nick song, and I could just see you with an old red with the windows cranked down and that going up on the on your big stereo there, and uh, it is that time of year, and we're here for a, a very special day today. In fact, you know what? If, if I hadn't been here to be on the radio, I'd be here anyway, because this is one of my favorite stops. I love to come in and browse all the all the books, and uh, he, he 
Dwight's got books in in here that you can't find anyplace else. You can't go to one of the big box Christian stores and find some of these uh, titles that are in here. And I love to come and just browse, spend a Saturday morning. And one of the exciting things that's going on today is Stu is going to be here. Stu Epperson, our boss, has written a new book, and it's a Christmas book. Speaking of books, right? Yeah. <laughs> the first words of Jesus. And so there's a music accompanying thing that comes with that. So we're going to be hearing some of that music from there. We're going to have Stu here we got so much going on, but Christmas is about life, yes. right? And that's yes. what you talk about every morning Absolutely. in Bible for breakfast, right, Tom? Is, is that's right. That life comes, and it comes abundantly. It does. And it um, uh, we celebrate it this time of year, but it's, it's great to see new life come to people. July 13th, September 7th, whatever it is. The first of, yeah, that week, two days after Christmas, <laughs> December 28th. That's right. Whatever it may be. So we would love to know this morning as we're talking about life and how long will your car live? That's an interesting question. When, you know, who would have thought when, um, when we took Old Red on as the parts truck at, at Westside Chrysler Dodge Jeep that, you know, 20 some odd years later, it would still be growing strong at 398,700 miles last night, <laughs> as I recall looking at the odometer. So we're getting close to 400,000 miles, Tom. That is amazing. And is is there a secret to that? <laughs> there is. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But coming up in our last segment today, our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. We're going to give you great Christmas insights on how long you will live. Because, you know, it's not just your car we're concerned about. The question is, how long are you going to live? And we're going to share that with our good friend Stu Epperson coming up at the end of the show. And, again, we always want to remind you, ChristianCarGuy.com. What a wonderful resource it is. Of course, there's hundreds of articles so that your car can live longer. Podcasts, a previous show, Christian Car Guy Theater, right, which we're coming up on being able to do a Christmas Corolla again. And we're going to actually solve the, the mystery of, you know, will Allie get out from underneath the clutches of the photographer Brad? All that stuff's coming up in just next week, I think, some of it. But there's a Christian car sales reg- registry, and there's also Christian car care centers that are involved in the Jesus Labor Love. And the Jesus Labor Love car repair for single moms, widows, and families in crisis and we have some of those updates, as you might imagine, this time of year, Tom. Absolutely. They have come pouring in this week. Mm-hmm. People that, you know, they just get overwhelmed yep. with all that's that's going on. And so we're going to give you some updates. And, and as they're overwhelmed, it's amazing to me to see, Tom, how, how God's been faithful with our listeners, sending in donations. That what, have, what a wonderful ministry it is. Now, how, how long has that been going? I guess about six years wow. now. Okay. And... Over 600 people that we've, you know, helped, I guess, and, and been in connect, con- connected with. And, you know, one of the neatest things, Tom, I have to tell you, is I don't get to talk to Tom all that often. He's, <laughs> he's in the other part of the building doing Bible for breakfast. But it's like, I get to talk to the ladies and, and sometimes gentlemen as they begin to outline their crisis. And I've learned that if we, I just say, can we just pray? Because it always seems so overwhelming. They seemed overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed as I hear it because I don't know how in the world we're going to meet this need. They need an engine. They need a transmission, whatever. And as we stop and pray and seek the Lord, it's amazing the tone of everything changes when you bring God into it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and often that's the last thing we think about. We think about, okay, here's how I'm going to do this, or who's, here's who I'm going to call, and here's where I'm going to get help. And it's, 
what should be our first step is often a step down the road. And it's it's great that you do that right up front. Yeah, and, and even there's been times that, you know, the people have called me back and asked me to pray about other things because they said, <laughs> Robbie, that prayer was just wonderful. Can we pray again? And I love to do that because, yeah. uh, you know, if we bring Jesus into the situation, we stand a chance. So all that stuff, it's, again, it's at ChristianCarGuy.com. We're going to give you some updates shortly uh, on the Jesus labor love and some of the things that we actually got to take part in this week. But that question is looming out there for you. What, what is keeping your car alive? <laughs> How is it that, you know, with such a strange phenomenon where you see they're posting new car sales like never before, yet... According to all the reports, the cars are, are older than they ever have been. 11.6 years now is what they're saying. Nearly 12 years old is the average car. And how does that happen? How is it that people are keeping, you know, you probably remember, Tom, you're not quite as old as me, perhaps, but um, you can remember that when people kept a car two or three years, that was yeah, all they did. Or 100,000 miles was, you know, the normal time that they were trading mm-hmm. if 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 that long i can remember trading in a car that had seventy six thousand miles on it was on his last leg <laughs> <laughs> was it a vegas it was big, no. <laughs> i don't i don't want to talk about it there, there have been gremlins and pintos in my past <laughs> i had a gremlin in my past and speaking of gremlins yeah. uh, <laughs> Oh, Stu Epperson just came in. He uh, is here to do his book signing on First Words of Jesus. And, Stu, welcome. Christmas, we get away from the real meaning. You know, there's three powerful words of the wise men. The first three words they ever said in the whole Bible recorded is, where is he? And they weren't talking about that fat guy with a, you know, with a big hat who, you know, crawls down chimneys. They were wanting to know where the king of kings was, the eternal one was, prophesied in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. And this is the essence of Christmas. Where is he? Where is he? And here at Golian's, where we are right now in the middle of North Carolina, awesome listeners here. We're about to sign some books for some people. Yes, sir. Awesome. Got to sign a book for this gentleman here. The answer to that question is Jesus, Emmanuel, is God with us, right? And so... We are celebrating him. That's why I wrote first words of Jesus from the cradle to the cross. That's why we have the Christian gar- car guy through a the vehicle of vehicles. <laughs> to the wise men, I don't know what you know, they weren't in old red, but I'm sure they named <laughs> they their ca- they named their camels right, and they weren't Marlboros or Winstons, you know. But they rode those babies, and you know, but they went. And they weren't firemen either, even though the Bible says they came from afar. Okay, no, don't get me wrong on that. But, hey, they were searching for something that the treasure, the treasures of this world that filled their coffers, the wisdom they had attained all these years, right, couldn't fill. They were searching for the king, the Lord Jesus Christ. We got so much Christian car guy coming with you. With Tom Booth, Stu Epperson, we are celebrating the birth of the king in King. So if you're in the area, make your way up here because we got, oh, man, we got so much going on, all sorts of giveaways and stuff. We would love to see you. I'd love to have you uh, find out more about the Christian car guy. But right now, if you're listening maybe in San Diego or something, give us a call, 866-348-7884. We are celebrating the birth of a king today in King, North Carolina on the Christian Car Guy Show. And 
With that king came life. And so we've got this question for you. How long will your car live? I would love to know. Maybe how long has it lived so far? You call us 866-348-7884. The IHS has come out with this new study. They said the average car is living 11.6 years. But how long has your car lasted? And what do you think is the secret to that? You call us 866 348 7884. We'd love to hear your version of that. We got Jim is in Durham, North Carolina. He's got a car question for us. Jim, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. It's a gorgeous day in North Carolina. And oh. my car is 14 years old. All right. It has 190 miles. It's a 24-valve, 3.5-liter, 6, and uh, it'll do, it'll run up to 100 miles an hour (laughs) easily. I don't want to know how you know that, sir. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a gorgeous car. It's in immaculate condition. It's garaged, and it's serviced uh, every three months. The oil is oil and filter has changed. It's uh, I intend to keep it till rust eats it. <laughs> well, good. For, well, that's exactly what kind of car is it, sir? It's a Chrysler 300. Oh, now my heart's going pitter pitter. <laughs> Chrysler 300. Wow. So you must have gotten one of the first ones when they came out with a new body style. Uh, well, I can, I can tell, um, I can tell the earlier versions that have a similar shape, but it's slightly different from mine, and it's really in the, how the, how the taillight is, is designed. Uh, it's a 2002, of course, but all the earlier models have the, the taillight is in a sort of a, it peaks as opposed to... Yeah, it, you're right. That is one of the first, but, you know, you, you brought up a substantial point that I think that, <clears throat> and I really do think this, Tom, I think people are understanding more how to take care of their cars than they used to, and they're servicing them like he talked about every, you know, three months he's changing the oil and making sure that the radiator's been flushed and, and all these kind of things, but that's that's the way to do it, Jim. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in today. Thanks so much, and I enjoy your show. God is good. It's Christmas, and he died for us, and certainly yeah. died for me, and I know him as my Savior. Me too. Thank you, Jim. God bless you. All right, we have Gloria is in, it looks like Bothell, Washington, perhaps. Gloria, you're up early this morning out there in Washington. How are you? Good. Very good. Thank you so much. I love Thank your you program. For... I get up. I get up extra early to shower, so I don't miss it. Oh. I'm done before you come on. <laughs> Thank um, you so much. I, oh, you're welcome. I, it's just so refreshing to hear all the things you talk about and how you emphasize Jesus and how valuable he is to us. We can't live he, without him. Not he really, really, he really, really is. Yeah. But you had a question well, for us about how to winterize your car, maybe? Well, I called on that one. You, you asked how to winterize, but... Today I'm calling because I want to tell you my car is 13 years old, and it's got about almost 200,000 miles on it. 
Wonderful. It's a little Pontiac vibe, but it's a great little car, and it's only as great as it is because I said when I bought it, this is going to be my last car. <laughs> and uh, I'm 71 years old now, and of course I'm retired and not driving it as much as I used to, but um, it's all about maintenance. It is all about maintenance. It's and, sort uh, of like our spiritual life. If we don't maintain it, it's going to fizzle under a and be gone. We have to grow in Christ if we're going to remain uh, faithful to him. And if we're going to have a good car, we have to remain faithful in taking care of it. You know, you brought up my second point. Which <laughs> <laughs> <It> was? <laughs> that, that really, faith, you know, when Jesus... Tom, when he was talking to, you know, the disciples and all, he kept saying, you know, if you'll believe in me, if you'll believe in the one who sent me, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have life and you're going to have it eternally. Mm-hmm. And it and it has everything to do with trusting in Jesus, trusting it that his heart is good for you, that he wants good things for you, but he really wants you to live forever. And, uh, you know, we're so grateful that you call in. And, and, and if you have... That kind of faith that, wow, this is a good car. If I take care of it, it's going to make it. That is such an outstanding point. I could probably spend 10 minutes on it. Oh, because, <laughs> Gloria, I, I noticed years ago when they came out with the Lemon Law that uh-huh. certain people would have struggles with a car. And, you know, they continued and continued and continued to have struggles with a car and then I'd end up buying it back in the lemon program. And then I had to disclose it was a lemon. I had a big sign, and it said this was taken back as a lemon. I bought it back. Guess how many mm. problems the next person would have with that car almost every time? Mm. None. None. And then I noticed that the people that bought those cars, they never seemed to have a lot of trouble with those cars. But the same person <laughs> that bought the other lemon, you know what their next car was? <laughs> 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 and, and and it was almost as if uh that you would see the uh uh the 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 situation had to do with faith do you believe that the car is going to be a good car or do you believe that that um it's going to be you know a lemon and mm-hmm. i was always shocked at, at how those things worked out because you know i figured well man that the way this car's behaved it's really gonna. It's gonna be hard on these people. But I would agree with you so heartily, Gloria. Faith has so much to do with whether or not your car. Is, and and I we heard that in the man from Durham a minute ago, and now with you, Gloria, that that faith has to do with it. God bless you. Thank you for calling in and for sharing our Christmas celebration today. Well, praise God. I'm happy to do it. Thank you so much. God bless. And have a. All right. We have Jerry is also in North Carolina. Jerry, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I agree with Gloria. Um, oh, I'm- oh, oh, Jerry, I hate to tell you that music oh, is saying no. that we got to go to a break, but I am going to take your call right on the other side of this break. We have so much to talk to Jerry about. We have Linda in Huntersville and Susan in Louisville, Kentucky. And we got you. You got to call us. 866-348-7884. We are in King celebrating the birth of the King. And we would love to hear from you. We'll be right back. What can I give him, poor as I am, if I were a shepherd, 
to the Christian Car Guy radio show this morning. That is music from the first words of Jesus. Stu Epperson's uh, book, new book, and there's an accompanying album that we're featuring some of the music from that this morning. But we are wondering, how long is your car going to live? How long has it lived? What is up with all these cars lasting so much longer? And what's the secret to your car's life? Right before we went to the break, which, by the way, you can call in and share at 866 348 Seven eight eight four. We do have a few lines open. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We had Jerry in North Carolina right before we went to the break. Jerry, you still with me? I sure am. Thank so, Jerry, go ahead. Oh yeah, we're we're delighted to have you on. What kind of car do you have? I have a, a twenty eleven Ford Edge. But first, I like to say how much I appreciate. I am also a senior, as I heard Gloria's call, and I look forward to Saturday morning. I really do to call. It doesn't matter what it's talking about as the car, but I just love to hear you, Robbie, because you make me smile. And, you know, it could be a lonely, sad day, and you make me just laugh all the time, and I think, wow, and, you know, and I smile every time, and it makes me laugh along. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Um, I moved from Canada, so I have lots of rust under my car, even though it was two years old when I moved here. Um, uh, I don't know what can be done about that. I had a terrible rust problem, or we did, when we were in Canada with a Ford uh, Windstar. It had to be turned in, actually, because of so much rust. But our uh, now I'm having a problem with, just uh, a little problem, I don't know if it's a little problem. When I close my door, the display shows my bit, just the driver's door is open. At first it just did it, I'd reclose it, and it would close, and I thought, oh, the door is open. Then I realized, oh, it's not open. I felt outside, and it is closed. So, of course, the window won't go down automatically. It'll go up and down, you know, when the engine's on. So I, anyway, now it's almost all the time it stays on, and the interior lights stay on for quite a long oh, time. I did call Ford, but I wasn't sure with, you know, limited income what this was going to cost. I did ask another mechanic I know, and he said it's, it's a pretty big deal, he thinks. Uh, he doesn't work for Ford, but uh, he's going to look at it, but I thought I'd call and ask you. Well, uh, thank you, Jerry. I actually, I... you know, when I wanted, and he, uh, the Ford, the gal there said that possibly because that that um, display says the door is open, that even when the car isn't running, it's possible that it's drawing from the battery. So when it was did go off, I would get in my um passenger side and then i would go from my passenger side into my driver's side i look really cute doing well, that I'm well sure. jerry let me ask you a question when you when you get out of the car at night does it does the uh, dome light stay on it stays on for a long time around 10 minutes okay well um, that what i got good news for you <laughs> i don't think it's a big deal to fix it uh there's a door jam switch that tells the door that it's closed, and if that door jam switch, it can just be out of adjustment, is all, and it it will, it would tell the dash, and it would, you know, because the the dome light staying on after you get out of the car would indicate that it still thinks the door's open, and so right. it's just that sensor. And I would, door jam switches are not expensive if it's the switch itself, but a lot of times it's just out of adjustment, so. I wouldn't be afraid at all to just take that to the Ford dealer because they could might fix it in the service lane for just just a few bucks. Okay, is it that would not be hard? 
But I, I really, uh, yeah, that's one that could drain your battery and certainly is, is, a, is a big time pain. But thank you for calling us. God bless you. I appreciate it. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We have, let's see, Susan in Louisville, Kentucky is called in. Susan, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good Hi. morning. How are Hi, you? Hi, Robbie. I'm laughing still. I can't tell you how many cars I've had to climb out the other side of. That's, oh, that's a great... <laughs> I want to tell my sister there, that's a great, inexpensive way to get exercise. <laughs> but anyway, I, is there a prize for the oldest car today? There should be. I can get you one. I'm going to send you out okay. the first words of Jesus. I'm going to say I have the book All for right. you, Susan. Oh, I'm going to when I'm going to put you back on hold, and, and our producer will get your name and number, and we'll send you out the book. How if of course there should be, there could be somebody calls in older, but but how old is okay, your Okay, well I don't think they will. You ready? Thirty years this year. <laughs> no, I think you're going to win no, the prize. No, and then. this this goes to prove that you know you get what you pay for because someone before. My daughter, this was her her car when she was in high school, you know, had it. We've had it, let's see, seven years, and now it's my car. She got the college scholarship, and I got the car, and um, (laughs) it's a wonderful car. She's the 321 series, the 3 series or whatever. Oh, it's a BMW. uh, It's a BMW, yeah. Yeah. And and her name is MW because front plate, (laughs) the B was worn off when we first got her. So we called her MW. We thought she was kind of preppy. And then now (laughs) she's all worn off. MW, yeah. um, Yeah, she's got a a sunroof. And, uh, you know, she's just, she's uh, wonderful. But the thing uh, that keeps the car going, because I've kept quite a few going, um, is uh, prayer. I think prayer is the answer. It's prayer conditioned. There you go. Yes, prayer, yeah, tender, loving care and prayer. But anyway, we love you, and you all have a Merry Christmas. Susan, you make such a wonderful point. I can, <laughs> Thank I, you. I, it really is a wonderful point, and I had not had that on my list, and I should be ashamed of myself. <laughs> but I can tell you that rarely, you know, Old Red, I, I often make the trip from Blues Creek, which is my father's house, over to my house, which is 45 minutes at night. And I have mm-hmm. to pray, you know, with 398,000 miles, I never get an old red. <laughs> but I'm not saying, Lord, I That's hope you're with you me did. again. Because, you know, there's some, I, I may know a little bit about cars, but there's still something in me that says, you know, what if that spring decides to break? Or what if something, you know, this car's old. <laughs> you know what's really neat, too, is that you, once you know a car, you know when something's wrong before it happens sometimes. You can just, you know, you sort of feel it's not quite a car. I love that when you get to know a car, you know. But I oh, really and I would do. tell you how much mileage it had, but <laughs> of the odometer doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, we are loving the MW. You didn't hear that, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Susan. God bless Keep you. Keep praying I appreciate for you Keep calling. Praying. I, right. We will do that. Thank we you. will do that. Thanks. Well, I got a, I got a lot of other callers. I'm going to get to in just a minute. Waxhaw, North Carolina, Louisville, Kentucky, and Huntersville, North Carolina, but. Before I do that, I, I do need to update you guys on the Jesus labor love and, and tell you kind of the things that we came in this week. And, again, I am so grateful. And one of the things I, I, I thank God for every time I pray on this issue is that people would have the courage to reach out when they really do need help. And so sometimes, Tom, when I'm talking to the ladies, I'm saying, you know, be honest with me. Can, if, you know, if we can get somebody to install this for you, would you be able to buy the radiator? I know it's $80 and, and they're, you know, no, I really can't right now. And so, you know, having just the, the humility, the courage to reach out when you have a need is something right. to speak to. 
Yes. Because somebody gets a blessing sometimes to help you. Now, I may not be able to help you, or the the ministry may not be able to help you, but God is going to help you. It's going to work out. But here's what we're... We have a single mom. It's actually in this area. She has an autistic son. And so she needs to get that son back and forth to his special school and things along those natures. And her rear brakes froze to the hub. And she's really got a situation there, um, you know, that we've got to get the car towed and we've got to get that. That's one that, that came in this week. Our lady, our single mom in Kentucky that needs a transmission, still she's struggling. And then I got a wonderful call. It's not wonderful from the standpoint she has a huge need, Tom, but she is in Nevada. I think it was Olmsted, Nevada. And she had such a sweet spirit, but her husband ran out on her a year ago, and she she had a a 2000 Buick Park Avenue that she really, she knew it leaked, you know, coolant, and she knew it leaked transmission fluid, but she didn't even know how to test those things, and she's kind of getting that education the hard way. But now the car won't start, and, and, and she just has lots of issues. And we don't have, you know, because we just got started in Nevada with the station that we're on there, and we don't have any resources in Nevada. So that's one where I really need donations because I've got no way to meet the need unless I can find somebody there in Nevada to help her. And so, you know, it's just one of those things that we keep seeing it. We got a lady in Utah tell us about her cousin in Virginia that needed help. And so... They, they are pouring in, folks, and so we wanted to make sure you guys were aware of those needs. Again, if you want to help support that, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and there you'll see the Jesus Labor Love and the address, 238 Sara Lane, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. We have so much more Christian Car Guy show coming up. Stu Epperson is with us. You're going to be hearing music from his new CD that goes with his book coming back out of this break. Amazing stuff we got so much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. That is music from the first words of Jesus. Absolutely gorgeous piece, isn't it, Tom? It is indeed. (laughs) Makes you think of what that magic moment was for Mary. Just absolutely unbelievable. But we have Linda is in Louisville. She's hung on forever. Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi. This must be Senior Ladies Day. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take that. What have you you got for us? I'm 70. I have a Kia Rio, a 2006 Kia Rio that I bought when it was a year old. I got it as a demo car from the dealer. Really? I got a pretty good deal on it. And I'm kind of messy about taking care of it. I do get an oil change every three to 5,000 miles and get done what needs to be done. But I think it's mostly running on the grace of God. 
Yeah. They all do, Linda. Every one of them runs on the grace. I yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. Now, I, I uh, only moved to Louisville about three and a half years ago, and most of my family is in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. And um, so I take a trip back there on the long weekends. I drive the about 400 miles each way. Oh, wow. And and I hop on I-65, and I barrel on down up to Chicago. And how, and, uh, how courageous is that? Now, I have got to, I can see that I have been in error in my ways, Tom. I don't know how to say Louisville. I said Louisville, I know, I, I, so, but now I heard you say it, I realize there's a better way to say I that. Just, <laughs> I just started saying it correctly. It took me a long time. And I have a daughter-in-law who lives here. She's been here about a year longer than me. And she still says Louisville. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, that's me. I, I'm doing that. Shows about eight pronunciations of Google. So. Well, you keep up the great work out there, Linda. God bless you, and thank you for calling in and sharing today on the you show. Have a wonderful Christmas. God bless you. <laughs> you too. We got an education in Louisville today, Stu. <clears throat> so. We know that we got to get to our appraisal by the Real Black Book, and I'm so grateful for all the calls today and all these people who have taken part in the show. But I know everybody listening wants to think about Christmas, and what is what is it with the Christmas spirit, and why are there so many movies, and why are there so many songs, and what is what is this all pointing to, and what's up with the Christmas lights? And in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, I think it has to do with life and having it to the full and abundantly but everlasting and how does that work out I we have the author of the book no we don't <laughs> not the book but we have an author of the a book first words of jesus and so those first words of jesus that are recorded Stu, um are are significant in understanding the mission from the right. cradle to the cross first recorded words they point to that mission of jesus and it's it's awesome to be out here you know thank thank you to the amish warehouse here they got to made this they got oh, yeah? a vacation giveaway drawing over there they got amazing amish furniture the water folks here that are doing this water test you know zumba and oh, anytime yeah? fitness and goalies i just signed a book robbie just getting back to the appraisal here i just signed a book to a family and i put and i said i signed merry christmas i said hey look what shows up in the middle of the word christmas a cross now we're celebrating life talking about life and yet we have a cross which is a symbol of death the most atrocious the worst way to die the worst execution style in the world in history was the cross execution by crucifixion that the Romans did was horrible and yet a cross is a symbol of what we believe in everything why because the savior came from the cradle in the cradle in that messy cradle to go to that that rough cradle to go to that rugged cross to give us life eternal and that's the beauty of Christmas. You can't have Christmas without the cross because the cross is empty. Why? Because the grave is empty. Because he came out of that grave. And that's the beauty. If we miss the cross for Christmas... But that was kind of his message that he was giving his parents that's in right. the original Home Alone story. That's, that's right. And we find out in that story in Luke 2, it wasn't Jesus who was lost. His parents were lost. Just like all of us, we're on our own mission. We're clamoring, struggling. We lost this, lost that, running around. Well, Jesus Christ said, why are you looking for me? Great question. Why do we celebrate Christmas? Why are we looking for Jesus? Secondly, don't you know that I must be about my father's business? And this is in the in my, my new book, First Words of Jesus, From the Cradle to the Cross. Information is at firstwordsofjesus.com. We're signing books today for, for some time here at Goyans in King, North Carolina. The whole premise is those two questions. What is the mission of Jesus? And how does that 
How does that weave its way through the wise men and the shepherds, Mary, Joseph, Anna, Simeon, even Herod, the villain in the story, getting into those really articulate details? The gifts of the wise men point to it. It's all pointing to why he came. And that changes everything because Emmanuel, God with us. The question is, am I with God? Have I connected to him? Has my heart become a Bethlehem? Has he come into the messy manger of my life to transform me? And one of the neat things that <clears throat> you bring in your message with through the book, First Words of Jesus, is the day after Christmas for the world, for the is a is a disaster. I mean, there's no more retail, and right. you know, or maybe there's a lot of exchanges, but I don't know. But um, there's a lot of depression that goes on. But really, it's just the beginning. Oh, it was for the shepherds, and right. it is for us. Well, we open chapter seven towards the day after Christmas with a poem by that title. But the quote at the beginning that the Lord gave me—it's not really a poem; it's just like a little sentence—is to the consumer, Christmas Day is the end. Yeah. To the believer, it's the beginning. It's just the beginning, right, Tom Booth? Absolutely. And so that's really something because it's new birth means new life, life abundantly, not not way down there when I die and I'm in heaven forever, which is abundant and amazing. But right now, there's meaning, there's purpose. And first of all, are you connected to Christ? A, B, or B, are you going and telling that on the mountain? Like the shepherds did, man. They didn't get the memo. Hey, drag the tree to the curb, pull up all the decorations. This thing's over. We're going on to our next event. You know, we're going we're going to get ready for our Super Bowl party, right? No, no. What they did, it says in the Bible, it says they went out and spread the word everywhere. They left Jesus and went out and told everyone about him, and that's what inspired those the nameless shepherds, inspired the nameless slaves. And I'll tell that story, you know, maybe when we have more time, but to write that song, Go Tell It on the Mountain, over the hills and everywhere, everywhere, go tell on the mountain what? That Jesus Christ is born. And he can be born in you, which changes and you everything. See, and it's such an opportunity this time of year, Tom, isn't it? Yeah. That all these people are, where's Christmas? Where are you, Christmas? You know, that's the song. And, right. you know, they're trying to find it in Christmas movies, and they're trying to find it going through the mall and whatever. But those of us who know the story and know what's really going on, you have the light that, that can share, right, Tom? Absolutely. And, they can do it by listening to Bible for Breakfast every every morning on the Truth. <laughs> well, he's on the, Tom's on the Truth Network. He wakes me up every morning, and all of our wonderful affiliates across this whole country and world that carry the Christian Car Guy that, right. that are hearing inspiration like you, Robbie. You do that. You take cars and trucks and driving and gas and naming your cars to eternal, to being fueled for life by Jesus. And it's, so Christmas doesn't come down to a when and a where and a what. It comes down to a who. Yeah. The Lord Jesus Christ. Yep, and you said it so well in your books too. It's a great book. It's a, it's a great size to slip into a stocking for Christmas. Stocking stuff, yeah. But it's the point great. that I, uh, and I agree. I couldn't agree more. That as you think about, wow, how is it that my car lasted so long? Is for a lot of folks they trusted that their car would. For a lot of folks they trusted the mechanic that worked on their car. They trusted the people that sold it to them. If you can trust the one who built you. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. If you can trust the yeah. one who built the world. If you Amen. can really, really follow his feet, understand what he did yes. to pay for, you know, all the, the defects that you had. And, and he's and he's given you a renewed heart. Yeah. I mean, it's it's such a picture of what Jesus did at Christmas. So Amen. thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guys show. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he got it all done in 33 years. And as you're walking around the mall, you just think about, wow, 
do you see somebody out there, they're hurting, they're looking like they could use some Jesus this Christmas, you might just ask them, can I pray with you? Is there something that's got under, you know, because when you pray with people and you connect them to God's too, it's like, wow. 